0: This is an open invitation, a podcast where Liana and Shiva discuss the possibilities and permutations of life today.
1: I think my mistake was I didn't really address the issue, mm. and that's probably just kept hey, hey, I just went <laughs> down, and then I was like, oh, but down the rabbit hole now. What we're we gonna do? Right. And then we're just kind of stuck there because
0: mm. you're
1: lost. Yeah. You never been there.
0: For the first season, we talked to the youths in Singapore, and so we invite you to connect with their stories.
1: I think the most important lesson you just taught us is just be kind to yourself. Man. Ah, yes. We are the worst criticisms <laughs> we
0: receive. We hope that through this, you might understand yourself better and even find that you share similar narratives to those around you. In this episode, we invited Hongzhen, one of the many people who was and has been affected by COVID. When forced to stay home during lockdown last year, he struggled with work-life boundaries and working in isolation, and as a result, experienced anxieties that affected his state of mind. Forced to confront his new reality, he made a cost-changing decision to help him better move forward.
2: Hi, okay, so maybe we can start with um, just understanding from you where you're at at now in life.
1: Okay, um, I'm currently... I've been unemployed for the past perhaps three months. I'm currently doing some part-time to get some allowance until the uh, confirmation of school terms and stuff.
3: Mm, When does school start then?
1: For 2021, if I'm not wrong, the school term starts in July, but the uh, results are unclear because I'm still waiting for applications for this year, though I've applied for SUSS last year.
2: Mm. What um, What do you apply to do?
1: Um, looking to study more in terms of marketing as an interest and hopefully develop a skill and from there, whatever I can, um, I'll bring on to my future job.
2: I see. And then, um, how do you decide to come to do, to study again?
1: Well, um, I have had, uh, ideas of studying a degree, but it has always been on the back burner for a while. So, uh, until my employment, um, I also wanted to study Just that I did not really put it too much as a priority And uh, when I was considering leaving my job at that point of time I was wondering what would be the next best course of action Because I was leaving at a point of time where COVID was peaking And um, it was after our circuit breaker And as we all know, there was a period where a lot of us struggled to find new work or even stay in yeah. our jobs, especially for our frontliners out there, is a tough situation. So uh, studying became a next possible cause of action since I graduated with a diploma and I started working with a diploma. A degree would be uh, essential or helpful in my current situation, I feel.
3: Mm. Can you tell us maybe a bit about uh, what you were working
0: as?
1: I was working at the um, Asperger Random School of International Studies. I was an events officer there. So over there, we would sort of um, help our departments who we were interested in doing events, um, convene with the vendors and the speakers that were being invited, and uh, run the show.
2: Did you enjoy your work there?
1: It was very enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. I always loved the aspect of interacting and meeting with people Uh and it was very interesting it was very interesting Mm -hmm. because we are talking about people from different walks of life Mm -hmm. different institutions, different opinions but everyone didn't come to disagree everyone came to discuss and Mm -hmm. to debate about possibilities or perhaps where to go moving forward Mm -hmm. and um, it was enjoyable also because I had a very supportive team Even though I graduated with a diploma that wasn't very related to events and had zero working experience in the field, Mm -hmm. they were kind enough to guide me along and always provide a helping hand whenever I needed it.
3: How did you decide to take up this job in the first place?
1: I think it was a stroke of luck. Um, I have been working with one of my part-time events for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. And during one of the last few events I did with them, my company, at a point of time, um, sort of hired them for an event. So um, I was glad, actually I was very lucky that they actually noticed and they appreciated my work style and mm-hmm. they were interested to say like, hey, would you be down to come down for an interview and perhaps let's see where we can go from there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, with a lot of luck and a lot of help from my, previous, uh, com- my part-time company, um, I was offered a role and to work as a events officer there and to learn over there as well.
2: Mm. Do you um do you feel like interacting with others has always been something that's important <coughs> to you? Or was it something that developed over time when you grew older?
1: I think it was something that I noticed when mm-hmm. I started working part-time. Because say whenever I interacted with someone and I hear the good stuff or the bad stuff, you sort of unload their Perhaps their emotional burden At a point of time yeah. Or you share their joy At the moment mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be A good thing It doesn't have to be A bad thing But somehow When you're being there For someone It feels different
4: Right
1: It feels different So it's like You can see a customer You can see a friend Or a colleague And they're just like Hey I I scored I, I did I got recognised For an effort I did I got recognised For perhaps an art piece I did You're just like Hey good for you
4: mm-hmm.
1: But if someone comes to you are like Oh shh sh- Oh crap I'm struggling financially, yeah. or like, you know, work's not going too well, just like, oh, come on, you can tell me about it. The interaction between people is yeah. what is a act of kindness to others as well, from time to time, and it kind of shows to us that, you know, we are not a society, or we are not a group of people that just interested in our own personal well-being, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and rather we would, you know, if possible, or at any point of time, if you're willing to share someone, is there to say, hey, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like side note but I know like when I'm working in the lab and then the sales representatives mm. they come by, they always ask me a lot of questions and I can like unload all my
2: like <laughs> complaints on them. It's almost like it's part of the job, right, as a sales yeah, person. And they
3: just stand there and they're just like listening to me and I'm just like, This is amazing. I can keep talking to this random stranger for the rest <laughs> of the day
2: if I want to. Right. But yeah. I think like building that connection really helps you. Yeah. Um sell the things that you need to sell as yeah. well. <laughs> it's a marketing strategy. Yes, yes. it right. is. Because
1: if, if you feel this person understands your needs, you're going to feel like, hey, I'm going to go back to this guy yeah, again. I that service so. is what brings people back from time to time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then going to school, do you feel like outside or after you finish school, would you still want to do events?
1: I think I'm at a position where I'm very lost as mm-hmm. to where to continue. Um. A lot of people have told me that you know I should really sit down and think about it. Mm -hmm. Um and personally I've I've tried and I realized that I I can't really get into an answer for myself. There were so many things I want to do. I when I was a lot younger, I wanted to consider teaching. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: When I grew older I was thinking maybe I'll be a front line as a sales. But Mm -hmm. then when I did events I felt I was meeting so many people. Mm -hmm. And do you the events I did, you know, they were bad. But at the same point of time, they were memorable. And mm. whenever they ask, whenever people ask, like, so what kind of jobs left the best impression on you? I said, I can't decide.
4: Mm. Because
1: every job left something good.
4: Yeah.
1: We don't, even if we are experiencing bad things, there's always something good.
4: Yeah. There's always something like good that we
1: remember mm. about our yeah. work. Mm. Maybe it can be a very bad environment.
4: Mm. But
1: what happened? Your colleagues could be very good. The work you did there, your experiments went well. There are so many things that could go right, that's why it could go wrong. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, so it seems that you are someone who really takes away the good points of your experiences. Do you feel I, that? I would
1: feel yes, but, but that is of course we are speaking in general right now like, hey, you know, let's talk about the good things. Mm.
4: But mm. of course,
1: in when I'm alone sometimes, you know, right. this negativity does come in. And I think it, it applies for everyone. Everyone goes through this form of negativity. Yeah. Everyone's gonna have you're gonna have bad days. Mm, you're gonna go yeah. to a lab, your experiment's gonna go wrong, results <laughs> not gonna come out that way. You're gonna go to work as a at a restaurant, your customer's gonna shout at you. Yeah. Mm. You're gonna do sales, you're gonna get an order wrong. Your clientele's gonna mock you, They're gonna complain right. you. There's gonna be days that go wrong, there's gonna be days that go right. Mm. But sometimes, you know, we kinda of just have to let the emotion flow. Yeah. And we'll know that hey, it's gonna be a better time. Mm. It's gonna be a new day tomorrow let's mm. let's start again
3: mm. yeah i think that's such an important perspective to keep i agree yeah can it can be very easy to like fall into the like negative emotions and then just yeah. like obsess over it yeah yeah mm. so once covid happened i like, you know 2020 ugh, so annoying um <laughs> okay. what was it like because from what you are telling us like you a lot of your job comes from interacting with people yeah But after COVID, did that change?
1: So when COVID struck us, we actually took a very safe route back then when I was working. A lot of our events were cancelled for the safety of the people. Mm. um, As we all know, events are mass gathering of people for information or to host any sort of exhibition or something. So... Events were one of the areas, I think, next to traveling that was hit rather badly. Mm. We couldn't host gatherings. A lot of contingency plans had to come out. Okay, for our past events that happened, were there anyone that came from infected areas? Were there anyone that had cases? All these things kicked in. Yeah. So that was that that heightened period of time before breakup breaker. That everyone was concerned. Hey, is everyone safe? Are we in a safe area? Are we in a safe zone? Is it even safe to continue whatever we are doing? Mm. And after that period work sort of uh, became thinking about continuity how, how are we going to continue from here mm-hmm. uh, so we, we have time now right we have time to think about contingencies and we also have time to think about all right when something like this happens what is our response what is the first response what mm-hmm. should we do so covid even though it hit us in a sense that there were a lot of things we couldn't do at the same point of time it also gave us an opportunity to say all right, let's look at what we are missing, mm. and let's work from there. And it also took us time to say, we started to do a bit of upskilling. We had time to say, hey, let's go on courses. Mm. Like, we don't really have that time to go on courses, but now because of COVID, we have the chance to do it. Right. And it was like a whole, how was a learning experience. Yeah. We are able mm. to do stuff that you will learn in a degree.
4: Mm. If you're going to
1: study, like, perhaps a marketing degree will you ever talk about coding no that kind of thing doesn't happen that kind of thing becomes on like your free time and everyone's like oh, I don't have free time <laughs> but okay now COVID happens you have free yeah. time you know, yeah. you, you can't do a lot of things now mm-hmm. what do you do with those time? you just mm-hmm. change it into upskill. yeah
2: but what, what was that experience for you though because I was also f- like I, I don't want to say forced but I had to stay home <laughs> um, during COVID period I think we were home for about 5-6 months and then as much as it's easier to say oh I have time um and you know I can do so many things I felt like it, it didn't go so positively for me you know I felt like oh my gosh a lot of days I just wanted to lie down on the bed and do nothing um and it's not so much of like laziness I, I feel like it's it's just a
1: your body is tired
2: the, the body is tired the mind is tired yeah. yeah I didn't know how to respond to what yeah. was happening you know
1: personally during the because I was a very routine person, right? I because I travel about two hours to work, two hours from work around there. I try to my life became very structured because mm-hmm. of the traveling time. I didn't want to waste time. I always planned stuff like, okay, you know, when I reach home, what do I need to do? Okay, do I need to do a routine? Do I need to do a drill today? Do I need to do exercise today? Yeah. And it sort of became mm-hmm. a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So when work from home hit, you know, I, I was allowed to perhaps wake up later to go to work because yeah. everyone's gonna be on video call man no one is gonna go to two hours to your office' you're gonna sit down there in a the shirt and then it's like all right I'm ready for a zoom meeting <laughs> no one's gonna do <laughs> yeah. that anyway the office is <laughs> closed no one's gonna welcome you there you're gonna get sheltered for being so with that extra amount of time I just rearrange my whatever routine I need to do so mm. if I ex- had to exercise that night all right I have time in the morning. I'm going to wake up. I'm still going to wake up at 5. I'm still going to wake up at 6. Mm. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to make it in time for work. I'm still going to be able to... Like the, the, those little small things that we always wanted to do, but we thought we never could do. You know, you could do it now. Yeah. COVID is telling you, or this more common period is telling you,
4: mm. you can do
1: something about it now. Go make a choice. Mm. And it depends whether or not you want to do it. You know?
4: right. I understand. Yeah. You
1: know, we, are, we are lazy. Sometimes we are lazy. Yes. yes there are nice. times your mind just <laughs> like, you know what? Today is gonna to be crap. Mm. I'm gonna be crap. Mm. everything's gonna be crap. I'm just gonna lie down there. I'm gonna go for a meeting. I'm gonna do minimum amount of work, mm. and then today is gonna to be over. And I don't give ever, don't give too much concern about it. Mm. But at the same point of time, you kind of tell yourself, today is another day for you to push yourself yeah. to do something.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So, what you choose, or what, what people say is what you choose at the start of the day, sort of dictates. Mm for the rest of the day. That is
4: true.
1: If yeah. you wake up at... I think it was a, during another podcast. If you wake up at 5, mm. you're going to exercise for 2 hours. You're going to work out, do a full body workout. Mm. When you go to an office at 8 o'clock, someone's like, hey, I got free donuts today. You want a free donut? <laughs> you are thinking like, oh man, I worked out for 2 hours. Let me have a free donut. <laughs> but then no, you, you, let, let's put it into perspective. You work 2 hours. Are you going to let that 2 hours be gone the donut? No? Right. Make that discipline choice, mm. make that choice that continues to bring
2: forward. Right, right. Every choice matters. Were there... I mean, I'm sure there were difficult times during this COVID period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, from what we understand of you, like from you as well, is that you made sort of a choice to do something different during this period as well. Like, what What happened that caused this switch?
1: Well, it was during the Sunday breakup period. I think everyone went through a very difficult and transformative time. we mm-hmm. we yeah. we were f- sort of forced to confront feelings that we never yeah. did and I believe a lot of us sort of had this anxiety and mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it was online that I read that we were forced into a situation where we don't know what happened mm-hmm. and because of that we're all separated
4: mm-hmm.
1: we don't really have anyone for physical comfort
4: yeah. You know,
1: say, let's say you miss you're in a relationship you miss your partner what are you going to do you can't go down to their house right? you yeah. can only call them give them a call, give them a video call. Mm. The physical distancing has sort of created anxiety in all of us. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure at any point of time, you can be a parent, you can be a child, you could be someone, you know, trying to make ends meet and everything. You're going to experience that anxiety, because you're not going to know what's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow tomorrow may be another day for circuit breaker, Mm -hmm. but is tomorrow going to be the same day as yesterday? Right. Are we going to be out of circuit breaker?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: When will COVID and when will vaccine happen? There's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in terms of COVID related. Let's just talk about jobs. In mm-hmm. COVID itself, we ha- I think we have a lot of people that lost their jobs. And it's not just yeah. service industry. I'm pretty sure maybe in the front we have lost a few that were not mentioned. A lot of uncertainty became or perhaps magnified
4: yeah.
1: at this point of time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, for me, what magnified during the circuit breaker period was working in a high-stress environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Perhaps I I did not take the stress very well.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, because of circuit breaker, I I felt a lot worse. Mm -hmm. As I think you all can see, that I'm also quite extroverted. Mm -hmm. Uh, The lack of human interaction sort of took something away from me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to perhaps unload whatever I was feeling, be bad or good.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: And it became a rather tough period and uh, I think it, the anxiety got worse when I started noticing like hey wait what, what am I hyperventilating Why am I having like shortness of breath in like the middle some, in the middle of the day that yeah. kind of stuff mm. so at first you know if anyone happens no, you know anything happens to anyone or you know, ah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be gone let's just give it like a day or two mm. but then when it becomes like a repeated occurrence you just gotta you gotta sit down and ask yourself there's something wrong.
4: Right.
1: You're gonna, you're gonna have to ask yourself. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to tell yourself, hey, is something wrong. Because you're gonna do it for someone else, right? If you notice, let's yeah. say your your parents are doing something weird for like two, three days, you're gonna be like, hey, is everything okay at work? So if we can show that to others, let you know, let's show that to ourselves. And yeah. I kind of like, okay, maybe something is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and think.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh I got I think I got very stressed out at work because of a project at that current point of time. There was a lot of miscommunication on my part with my superiors, and I think it caused a lot of unnecessary additional work because of uh, what I did. Mm. And, and I I had a lot of doubt. It, it was my this it was my first job, and um, I really wanted to say, "Hey, let's make it a good one," that kind of thing. Yeah. But because of my impulsiveness and lack of communication, that 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 actually caused issues with my superior and sort of. Uh, had conflicts, but mm. my my managers, they were very nice. Mm. They, every time, whenever they noticed something, they were just like, okay, let's sit down, let's just let's just review what happened mm. and let's go on from there. Mm. But uh, I think what happened during that point of time was that I could not forgive myself for whatever mistake I did. Mm. You know, whenever I make a mistake, I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to fix it. And I'm going to do more about it. Yeah. And then, then I'm making a situation worse.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah. So that vicious cycle right. sort of caused me to feel bad. And then afterwards, I felt like, you know what? I'm never going to get anything right. Yeah. And it was kind of a, a horrible feeling. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, as she was saying, like, it's, negativity just carries on. Right. It's like a downward spiral. Yeah, and then during that point of time, I... I think my mistake was I didn't really address the issue. Mm. And that's probably just kept me. We just went down <laughs> and then like... Oh, we're down the rabbit hole now, what are we gonna do? Right, and then right. you just kind of stuck there because... Mm. You're lost. Yeah. You've never been there. Yeah. Everyone's telling you, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Because they they, they, want, they want you to get back up there. They want you to be saying, hey, let's be ready. You know, you're fine. Yeah, Keep going, you're fine. But when you're at that, that rabbit hole at the end, you know, people are just like... What are you talking about? I'm already here. <laughs> Mm, I'm really yeah. at the lowest point. How to yeah. continue that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. kind of lost. How to
3: get even lower, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean you could if you dig deeper, but yeah. it's like it's kind of like uh, always com- possible. It. <laughs> it's always possible. Yeah. But yeah. Is is that downward spiral that we didn't control? Yeah. Is that downward spiral that I didn't control? Yeah. Mm. That sort of uh, led up to a, I was in a horrible situation of mine, and it was like, oh, it was crap for me for the past, I think that one or two months, mm. I, I was, I never felt. I had some sort of uh, peacefulness,
4: Yeah,
1: I could be going out on a day, I could be going out uh, meeting friends right, mm. I could still be worried about work,
4: yeah. I could mm. still
1: feel crap like nothing gets to me, nothing really made me happy
4: mm.
1: and whenever I do something at work, I spend like 30 minutes thinking about it and then it's just like what are you gonna do now? Right. <laughs> You yeah, like you type an email, you just stare at it for thirty minutes. Like, there is still something wrong about this.
2: Stop describing my life.
1: <laughs> like yeah, everyone, everyone's like, oh, and and that, you may think is kind of a one-off thing, but then mm. you kind of think like, a lot of self-doubt is happening at that point of time that yeah. we don't see, yeah. and that self-doubt actually affects your judgment at work. It
4: does yeah. your
1: judgment. At work is affected? And yeah. sometimes the problem is when we don't address it, or when we when we are. Uh, not separating work from life. Yes. Your life gets affected. Yeah. Mm. This sort of this this sort of thing is like an infection. It's gonna mm. jump right over. Just like right. It's like COVID. <laughs> it's
2: gonna yeah. spread if
1: you don't control it. You know.
2: Your sense of worth starts being like attached to your work as well. You know, yeah. at some point, and then mm. when your work starts going like quote unquote shit, then you feel like you are going shit. Yes. Yeah. So, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like all of us on, in this table like feel this way mm-hmm. yeah so yeah not a very healthy way of looking at things but <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> and maybe it's
1: just how we would we would be taught entering the work life is. right but actually yeah. I, I realize I'm not no, no, perhaps not realized but I think interacting with the seniors mm-hmm. or our more senior stuff you realize that they will take they kind of take work as it is. If it's a bad day at work, they'll just complain I... about it and brush it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't, perhaps, the word or the phrase they use is bring your heart to work.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: If something good happens at work, well, good for you. You know, things are going your way. If something bad happens at work, well, not too bad, man. You've got to suck it up. I mm-hmm. can say, like, hey, not bad. We know that this method doesn't work mm-hmm. or this direction is not where we're going. Okay, let's let's mm-hmm. start back again. Because to them, working isn't really to say, Perhaps how do I this? Working is still doing their best, yeah. but whether the outcome is good or bad, mm. tomorrow you're still gonna work on it. You're gonna make an improvement about it. So don't don't be too harsh on yourself. Right. You know things mm-hmm. can always be changed for the better.
2: Mm. Do you feel like that's the same in the science field? Because like I feel like in my environment, there's a lot of people who attach themselves to their projects. But it might be because yeah. like each one person is working on their personal projects and mm-hmm not having things go well really feels like a reflection of yourself.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think even though in science, like in labs and you do experiments, things go wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. But still, you're like, why did it go wrong? Like, you just, and you have to figure out why it goes wrong. Right, right. So you just keep on looking over and over your experiment again and again, like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? So,
2: yeah. Sometimes we feel like like we can troubleshoot, but I feel like other times, they, they like to just say, oh, you know what, biology is sometimes just like that. you know you repeat another time, and then <laughs> you get a different result. Yeah. Even though that's not supposed to happen.
1: <laughs> I mean, consistency is... I think sometimes we just can't hit consistency. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Consistency is not... Consistency is expected. Mm. But it's not gonna happen, you know. Exactly. It's not gonna, yeah. someday, one day that... If you're doing an experiment, and then one day that wind just carries some sort of contamination right, exactly. and then boom your petri dish is contaminated your results are not going to be yes, correct what's yes. going to happen that hmm.
2: happens you know, that really happens as it ridiculous does, it as
1: does. it sounds a <laughs> sterile environment may not be sterile at all
2: so but thank you for describing like your downward spiral i think that's really important because i feel like i felt that way um mm-hmm. in the covid period do you
3: well, I wasn't, the first few months, I, w- I hadn't started working yet. Mm. So, I don't know if I fell away. Um, I For me, it was more like a very stressful period because I wanted to find work. Mm. Uh, because, like, my parents, they do transport, right? Like, their business is transport. Which is, like, once COVID started, like, you can't really do transport yeah. already. Mm. So, um, yeah, I was just worried about that. I just wanted to get a job mm-hmm. um, so that I could, like, support my family if we need it, you know? Mm. Yeah.
1: So yep. in a sense, you went into like a survival mode. Like kind you were in the of, jungle, kind yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta hunt for my family. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta yeah, feed I do, my I family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
4: basically it. <laughs> uh, yeah. it.
1: It's normal. Like, when, when our basic needs are not met, it's very normal that, like, hey, I need to, I need, I need to cover our basic needs. You know, in Singapore, mm. it's like, I don't have, a, my family's not earning enough, but I, I need to earn money. Yeah. I need to make sure my bills are paid. I need to yeah. make sure yeah. if you have siblings that are studying, perhaps your parents can pay for school fee. Mm. But they can't pay for allowance What are going to do you know, Yeah, come.
4: exactly
1: Give some of my money to my siblings That kind of stuff it's, Everyone kicks into survival mode And I yeah. think COVID was a very good example To test how are you going to survive in this situation
2: <laughs> how, how good of hunters are we, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you were at this at, at the very bottom of life, you would say okay? mm. And then what were your thought processes In making the next best move for yourself?
1: Um, at a point of time... At the point of time, I was weighing a few things. Mm-hmm. I I was actually still considering to work. Because to me, I'm just like, ah, it's going to be a phase. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Guess what happened two months later? Still saying crap.
4: Still, <laughs>
1: still lying on my bed thinking, what's happening today? Oh my gosh, you
4: know
1: <laughs> was yeah. me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but idea, it's like, oh, gosh, it's going to be over. And the next day, it's like, oh, it's new over. day, same shit, bro. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I wait a few things, I wait definitely continuing to work with one of them, because um, I barely started working, COVID hit me, mm. I may, I'm not an experienced, but uh, definitely continuing to work is always our best course of action, mm. especially when you're new, you're, you're thinking like, oh, I need, I need to stay in my job, i am going to stay in my job for like five years before oh, I continue yes, what to do, yeah, yes, that's that feeling, and then it's like, I even feel miserable at your job, it's like. Every every day every day you're going to job, right? You're just kind of doing the same thing. And then just like, so how do you feel about work today? Ah, new day, same shit. That's work <laughs> just like, There's no purpose in your life. There's no purpose yeah. in your job. Mm-hmm. How are you going to... You're not going to feel anything wrong with your job because like, You're not going to be like, ah, oh, I fulfilled something today. My experiment went well. No one's going to like... You're not going to feel gonna like that. Oh, experiment went well today. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. That's it. You're not yeah. going to feel anything good about it. Yeah. Just going to be like, it's okay and uh, I think a few other things perhaps uh, finding an alternative finding an alternative job was one of them uh, that was actually one of the I think the last few options because mm. it's COVID we just re-entered after second breaker we, we we opened up the phase one and opened up the phase two mm-hmm. what well, it's still in a very questionable area because most of the works were happening were like what, traineeships?
4: Yeah. yeah. Like, like,
1: some actually, if I'm wrong, you're in a traineeship yeah, as well, and... right? And um, perhaps like temperature taking, a lot of these things, th- those were the top priority why? Yeah. Because those were to ensure, ensure our safety. Full-time jobs became a very questionable thing because, yeah, companies are still hiring but it's going to be a different, whatever it is, going to be in a different environment. We're going to be in an environment where things are normal. Because mm. COVID is not normal. So we're going gonna to be entering things a new era. We're going to try new things.
4: Yeah.
1: And the last, one of the last things that I thought of was my degree. Hmm. Uh, I put back my degree because I've always felt like, you know what? Degree is something you can always study whenever you're a bit older. Yeah. And you can always study out of interest. Because in my, in my opinion, a very strong opinion I have is that degree doesn't really change who you are
4: mm-hmm.
1: degree is a something that you should do if you are interested mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. you know
1: you could be studying a degree in engineering but the, the big question is are you interested in a degree of engineering people are just like no I, I study degree in engineering because I want to go into a this this particular job some people are doing it for the job and yep. what happened your degree life becomes miserable yeah. your four years of uni are just like oh my god i'm rushing project today and i'm like oh what are you going to do tomorrow i want to hang out no, no no i need to submit another deadline by tonight two, three, five, nine. It's like <laughs> okay okay <laughs> your, your friends are gonna be like fine but they're gonna like i, I hope it's fine because you know? they, they don't see you sometimes it's like yeah. you have friends that just gone for weeks and i was like what happened to you oh i've been uh working for my submission, and I had exams before I contacted he was like, you, it's you like, you, essentially a person just went through BMT, like, like, okay. So <laughs> a person just, like, went through some sort of BMT, it's like, you okay, bro? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, uh, uni wasn't a top priority to me, mm-hmm. and uh, studying a degree wasn't. But at this point of time, if work is questionable,
4: mm-hmm.
1: Um, pursuing of degree is not a bad choice.
4: Yeah,
1: pursuit of degree in Singapore is about three to four years, depending mm. on the course you're going to take. Yep. I would say that hopefully, I'm not mm. gonna cross my fingers. I'm not gonna jinx anything here. But like three to four years, COVID is is past us. We've yeah. moved to a what they call new normal, mm-hmm. and from there we can restart again. That would be the ideal situation. And among those three studying a degree was the most appealing to me mm. because during my course of work everyone's like I'm going to study a degree
4: mm. I'm
1: like oh, why why it's okay degree is not my priority yeah but then your, your, your pay is going to be stuck like, I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't say you don't think about it. it's like you don't think about your pay you don't you gonna you want to take t- 2,000 when everyone's getting like 3,000 mm. know, in Singapore are you crazy <laughs> you're not crazy right yeah everyone's going to be like you need to think about your future, and you get uh, that degree. Mm-hmm. Paper qualification in Singapore is yeah. still important. Yeah, it is. It's still important. I think you are you are one of the first few people to notice it. Mm. When you all get your degree, you realize your pay grade is different. I think that's mm. the immediate notice you get. Mm. And to me, I was like, okay, it's on the back burner. Now it's not a bad, now it's not a good time to go back to work. Mm. But it might be a good time to study. Yeah. And it might yeah. be also a good time to reorganize and say, sit down, s- I don't want cast. Sit so down, think about it, mm. and really think where do you want to go from here. Yeah. Because if after the four years you got your degree,
4: mm-hmm.
1: but you still don't want to do, what have you been doing this past time? Yeah. 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 And this four years is sort of a break for me, I guess. Mm. Uh, but then again, it's uni, so it's not going to be a break. <laughs> Let's just see how things roll with it this is
2: sort of a break I feel, like. off, yeah. um, I feel like uni, as tiring as it is It does give you some sort of freedom to just explore I mm. think like yeah. being in a workplace doesn't give you as much freedom So yeah, I mean you were saying how you were sort of lost at this point And you, you don't exactly know where you're heading towards mm-hmm. Maybe you can use this four years to just explore yeah.
1: That will be the ideal situation
2: yeah. But
1: yeah, I mean end of the day How how clear things come at end four years is it's it's down to my choice. Yeah. It's not, sorry, perhaps not my choice. It's down to how responsible, how disciplined I am. Because uh, four years may seem like a lot of time. Everyone's like, I ah, four years, like, it's quite a bit of time, you know. I'm going to think about things at the fifth year.
4: Oh years <laughs> gonna be like, it's going to like, 20,
1: oh, crap. going <laughs> 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 to have that, oh, shit moment. It's like, oh, okay me, well, it's a lot of time but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you, sometimes you just gotta sit down and think that's true
2: yeah, yeah. I, I really like the way you you've thought about what exactly a university degree brought you when you were younger because i feel like after i graduated from jc honestly i didn't i didn't think too much and i feel like that's the majority not trying to do yeah, <laughs> <I> <laughs> okay, the majority. okay yeah um, what were your thoughts, like, Shiva, when you were thinking about... I knew uni? I wanted
3: to go into life science since I was very young. Oh,
2: wow, okay. Because
3: my, <laughs> because my relative went into life science. She's a couple of years older than me. Mm. So um, my mum, she knew I was really into biology. Mm. So she was like, uh, why don't you do life science in uni? This was, like, secondary school, maybe even earlier. <laughs> and she and I was like, okay. <laughs> so that was just, like, my goal the since whole time. Young
1: yeah wow that, that's an achievement man that i don't an know an what i do now
3: <laughs> but then when i went to uni um <laughs> okay never mind <fine>. what happened
1: tell <laughs> us i think it's like when you get exposed something it's like you know what, i'm gonna grow up i'm gonna study perhaps cosmetics like we went to cosmetic cause this is not cosmetic <laughs> like, oh, like don't be your heroes
2: kind of feeling <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. it's like, oh, sh- what, what was this why am i learning marketing now <laughs>
2: when your world just crashed like because you have an impression of something you think you really really want mm. and then oops Maybe not. Um. Okay. So, twenty twenty. What other things do you feel like twenty twenty has taught you?
1: Think twenty twenty. I think the most important lesson it just taught us is just be kind to yourself, man. Ah oh,
2: yes.
1: We are the worst criticisms <laughs> we receive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know
1: why? Because when you wake up, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I fucked up today," and it's like, "Dude, you just wake up less than five minutes. <laughs> what you gonna do? Breathe wrong?" <laughs> didn't drink your water you know we are the worst criticizers of ourselves that's true and then when people tell you hey you're doing fine you're just like
2: no I'm not doing fine <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no,
1: you know that there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. but you know you need to take time off yeah. to mm-hmm. do things you like
4: mm-hmm.
1: you know just cause it circuit breaker that doesn't mean it's wrong to take a day of leave yeah. people are like oh circuit breaker I don't want to take leave why why what's wrong I'm working from home I take leave. I'm wasting time like that. I'm going to home ways What I'm gonna do with it's like, you take leave so that you can rest. Right? That's why the company gives yeah. you leave so you take rest to take care of yourself. So you can work longer. Yeah. Can work healthier. Mm. No one wants to go to work with a crap mindset. Yeah.
4: Why yeah.
1: that real life crap is not gonna stay at home. It's not gonna continue mm. at work. Then people are just like, what is wrong with you today? Mm. You don't give a crap about work give a shit about work, then don't work. It's like, oh, okay, that's where the leave comes in. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, don't give a shit about, okay, I'm going to take like half day leave. What happened? You said I don't give a shit about work. I'm going to take half day leave. <laughs> you know, taking leave is taking care of yourself. Like, yep, saving yeah, saving for leaves in terms yes. of emergency, like touch wood we have, home emergency, someone's sick, oh crap, no mm. one's home, I need to go home now. Okay, mm. yes, saving leaves for days. Such as days are fine, but let us also not forget, you know, Leave are also there for us to take care of ourselves
4: mm-hmm.
1: take care of yourself don't be so harsh on yourself you can be harsh on yourself yes when you know you are being lazy
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> when you know
1: you're lazy you know like ah then it's all sort of like i'm gonna wake up at seven like, i can exercise today you know i could i could do it tomorrow mm. but then you know it's like when tomorrow happens you're gonna be like i can do it tomorrow
4: mm-hmm. and then
1: it goes like just like and you know you're being lazy but you're just like it's okay, I won't be lazy tomorrow. But then the cycle continues. Mm-hmm. You can be harsh when you're lazy. But yep. also when you are down. But you feel like total crap. You feel like nothing yep. goes your way. Mm-hmm. Take a break. Yeah. If you want to watch a movie, go watch a movie. If you want to play games, go play a game. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk to someone and there's no one to talk to, then um, write it down on a notepad. And mm-hmm. then when there's someone to talk to, you just shove it in their face. <laughs>
4: so, you know?
1: We... We need to sort of, like, find different ways to work around with our negative emotions.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, personally for me, what I do is whenever I'm down, whenever something is going wrong, mm. I go to an exercise and I push myself. And then people are just like, are you mad? Yes, I, you are. I, I used to go to work. <laughs> I used to go to work. I read at 7 o'clock. And then my friends, my colleagues are like, so what are you going to do today? Are you going to watch a movie? I'm like, No, oh, no, I'm going to go home and exercise yeah. and then when I tell them what they do they're just like are you crazy <laughs> <laughs> like huh what, what, what is the need to push yourself at this stage like, I just I don't know I feel better after it yeah. so like doing things you enjoy or doing things that push yourself mm. gives you a gives you a refresh and tells you okay after this you will be ready Yeah. you will be ready
4: mm. because
1: you're saying uh, I take care of myself it's like you go to a spa like, mm, after the spa you feel better
4: mm. Yeah. yeah. It's,
1: uh, it's all in the mindset that sometimes oh. you just need to say take your mind off something, take your mind towards another place or another direction. You feel a lot better.
2: Right. I see. Um, I'm quite interested to know, like, when did you develop this mindset that you need to take care of yourself? Because I feel like as as young people, they usually strive to do many, many things. And I think it's harder to be harder to forgive yourself when you make mistakes Mm. or harder to forgive yourself when you you slip out and you know things don't go as well as you, th- you think it's gonna go
1: personally personally if if you ask anyone right i think their first question will be like oh i learned it too late oh. <laughs> you're gonna, i'm gonna ask you guys the same question be like, yeah i learned it too late or i learned it during the, world, the kind of things mm-hmm. like because um when you're perhaps young or when you are eager yeah. you're just like, oh I, I can do this i can do that you're gonna see there's always that one guy that just wakes up every day and runs like <laughs> Two kilometers, five kilometers. That and get. it's just like dude, what is wrong with you? Take a break. Like, no, 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 I need to push myself, I need to push myself. Mm. And I mean that's fine, but you know, sometimes we need to draw a line. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a blessing sometimes that we have friends or we have our loved ones to say, Hey, okay, maybe you're working a bit too hard. Mm,
4: yeah, yeah. You know,
1: it's okay, it's okay, you know, listen to it. They're not they're not completely wrong. You're definitely wrong, but they're not completely wrong. <laughs> uh, you can, you, can, you you listen to them and then you're you may think, Okay, makes sense, you know, maybe you wanna do something lighter. Mm. Maybe you're like, Okay, instead of going for a run today, I'm gonna enjoy my gonna order a double max spicy, <laughs> you know, mala fries like Coke Zero, that kind of things. We all we kind of sometimes we always hit the brick wall and realise, ah, oh, I need to get yeah. So, yeah. so maybe we just need to when you see what's happening mm. around us.
3: I think there's also like this culture of people now in their 20s who they think that they have to succeed in their 20s they think their 20s is their peak definitely but that's not true at all people succeed in their 30s 40s 50s even later than that and sometimes you know you don't have to live your life just to like succeed at yeah, things you know yeah. you just have to live it enjoy your life yeah, yeah. and I think people have a hard time learning how to
2: enjoy their life now. definitely yeah. yeah yeah. especially when we see successes more easily now you know Instagram yeah, um, books. yeah. Like, of exposure yeah the to beautiful picture that been, yeah. everyone
1: is successful but you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like oh, I feel you bad. don't see all, all their struggles <laughs> you don't see everything
0: and yeah,
1: yeah. the next them. thing you know you're uninstalling every social media on your phone. like <laughs> I still feel bad what's gonna happen now
0: We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of An Open Invitation. Join us next week for another episode. You can find us on AOIPodSG on Instagram or Twitter. That is AOIPodSG. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you or anyone you know has a story to share, reach out to us at AOIPodcast at gmail.com. That is A-O-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com.